Hey guys, how's everyone doing today? Welcome back. I'm your host, Angela Bless, and you're tuning into Real Talk with me, Angela Bless. I pray that um, you guys are doing an amazing day. You have uh, maybe a couple days away before you guys start um, celebration, uh, a resurrection, res- resurrection day, <laughs> Sunday. So I definitely pray that um, no one goes without being hungry or someone that needs to be around family member that you go to a local church that is God sent or God sent you there, <laughs> like really sent you there and just um, get them on the um, believers and um, just fellowship, you know. Um, I definitely pray that anyone that's in the need of anything that you trust God, because if he did it for you before, he'll do it for you again and so forth. So there's a lot of things going on in the community today. Um, I was talking about the uh, Grantville um, murders at the gun range. They're still looking for uh, the people that committed the crime. Um, right now, I think the re- reward is $15,000. It might have went up, but definitely get in touch with them. Um, they are looking for donations to put towards the um, reward and so forth. Anybody with any answers or uh, saw anything, uh, please just con- contact the uh, Grantville uh, Police Department. And that's in Georgia. Uh, so, guys, let's talk about our topic today before I get um, into it. It's called Unheal. Yes, Unheal. I decided to use that topic. But I'm using that topic for a reason because um, it does hit home with me. And I'm going to talk a lot about what I went through versus other women or other men um, situation. But I was listening to Cam Newton. Um, his um, He has a podcast. I definitely didn't write his podcast down. But he definitely has a podcast. He does a lot for his community also. Um, he has the seven, um, versus 17. Um, he does a lot. He does a whole lot uh, for the community. And matter of fact, he is actually <laughs> some kin of my daughter's, my sister's, um, son, they are cousins. So, um, yeah, but I don't like talking about a lot of that. I'm, I'm, listen to me. I am some kin of a lot of people that's in the industry that I just keep hush hush about. But anyway, I'm no kin of Cam Newton though. I'm not kin of him as whatsoever, but I do admire what he's doing for the community and um, a lot of the things he's doing is saying on his podcast. We definitely need more male podcasts, positive male podcasts. Definitely need that. So guys, Unhealed, that's, that is the topic. So I'm going to play something, um, what Cam Newton said, and uh, I want you to listen to what he said, and then I'm going to chime on that for a moment. Um, hold on. Care household, my mom, my father, and my grandmother. I knew what a woman would. Oh, sorry, okay, guys. What's the difference? A woman. Okay. You know, girl, I'm a bad bitch. You know, I'm doing this, I'm doing that. I, I, I looked apart, but I don't act apart. Okay. A woman for me is handling your own, but knowing how to cater to a man's needs. Right, and I think a lot of times when you get that aesthetic of like I'm, like I'm a this, I'm a dad. No, baby, like, but you can't cook. Okay, you don't know. You don't know when to be quiet. You don't know how to allow a man to. So what he was saying about, I'm sorry guys, I forgot to replay that over. I'm gonna let you listen to that, um, and definitely I'm gonna talk about um, this other uh, recording. Not what I did. I heard a lady saying about. 
she when she gets married she writing her vows um to you know she don't say to death do us part she'll put like two three years and then if it don't work out she marries the next person next person so basically what cam Newton was saying that they asked him what is his definition of a woman what is his definition of a woman he said his definition he didn't say anyone else any other guy any whatever you know i don't know why a lot of people is getting offended with what he's saying he's basically saying that he came from a three-family home he his grandma raised him which his grandma i know his grandma you know um his mom and his dad you know what i'm saying and he said and for him looking how they handle themselves and you know what he learned from them that is his perspective of what a real woman is even though you know i hear a lot of people like oh he has seven kids he should no boo boo some, some of you guys some of you females are not even married you've been with the guy 10 years so i mean stop throwing stones so basically what it boils down to when he said a woman don't know how to allow a man to lead or she don't know how to hush or she don't know how to cook uh i'm gonna just t- chime in about myself you know you, you all know, you hear me talk about this time and time again. I grew up in a broken home. My father left when I was four or five years old. So I never really had a male role model in my life. I had different guys that my mom, not a lot, just a couple, maybe two, that my mom dated that um, was, that was trying to be my father. But because of the situation that I went through and that most of the male adult male in my family was trying to um, sexual assault me, I began to build a wall and I began not to trust people like that. So as I grew up, I had no trust in my heart. I didn't trust any guy or whatsoever. And moving along, um, I got in a relationship in high school, in middle school, going into high school. And that guy broke broke up with me because I wouldn't sleep with him. So from that point on, I made a contract with myself, but it's been broken. It's been demolished burnt and never returned but back then I made a contract with myself that any guy that comes in my life I will leave them before they left me so me saying that meaning that because of what this guy did to me and because of what my uncles did to me I chose to care around those bricks I chose to care around that poison poison and inject the other people I was going into relationship with no one told me how to properly heal. No one told me, you know, it wasn't right what my uncles and my, uh, the family, the males in my family did. No one told me. I had no one growing up telling me that in my life. So I became a bitter woman. You know, I had, I had lashes. I had wounds that were still bleeding. And what I did, I kept jumping into a relationship after another. And on, at Cam Newton's defense, I'm going to just say this, because it was hard for me to allow a man to lead because I didn't know how to allow a man to lead. It's, it was hard for me to submit to a guy because I felt like, because I was on the streets, I used to be on the streets selling drugs. I used to be an alcoholic at, at, at the age of 15. I, I felt like that I was the one that was protecting myself. I didn't need no guy to protect myself. I felt like that I was immortal. I didn't, I wasn't scared of nothing and nobody, you know? I didn't, you know, even, listen to me, even now that I am healed and delivering, I had to go through some stuff. It's still stuff that God is dealing with me, me allowing the guy to, listen to me, we was at the football field. Um, I was filming. I'm not going to even lie. I don't even think the guy noticed. So he was like, I'll help you with your bag. Instead of me allowing him to be a gentleman, the male that he is, I told him, no, I got it. It wasn't that I was being disrespectful or I was being an independent woman. I was so used to doing stuff on my own to the point that, 
you know, I was like, and not knowing that the guy was trying to be nice, he opened the door for me. I'm like, no, nah, I, I got it. You got to open it. <laughs> I didn't know how to relax and allow a man to leave. So I had to be taught all over again. I had to, I had to allow my brothers in Christ that's in my church to speak to me and to pour into me and to show me how a man really is because I didn't have that male role model growing up, seeing these guys being a, a gentleman or being a, 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 a committed male. I didn't, you know, I didn't know it was such thing as a committed male. I didn't know it was such thing as loyalty within a relationship between a, a husband and a wife or, a, a, or in a relationship with a woman and a man. I, I didn't know that because of my upbringing. So, you know, a lot of women and males don't want to admit to, you know, the things they've been through in life, the, the hurt and the pain, and they want to lash out on the next person because they voice their opinion. Their opinion is their opinion. And that's what's wrong with the world right now today. If you do not agree with them, they will crucify you. Crucify him or her. It doesn't matter. So on this next video, I want, I mean, on the next clip, I want you guys to listen to what this lady is saying. And, and, and let me, let me explain to you guys. She speaks, she speaks for herself. She don't speak for everybody else. Not for me, but she speaks for herself. Not, I'm trying to find a video today. So just note that down get yourself together get yourself together you know heal you got to heal in order for you to connect with the right person in order for the right person to come across your path in order for you to meet who god has ordained for you you have to heal let me explain something to you and i don't believe you hear me say this all the time i don't believe this there's not enough man in this world. That's not enough good women. That's a lie. It's, it's just what you guys keep running into. It's just what you guys are not healed. It's just what you guys are open to. And you got to remember also life, life and death is in the power of the tongue. So I'm going to let you guys listen to what she's saying right here. To meet my dad. Some of y'all are not worthy. Also, wait, also people who are marriage material aren't always lifers either. Some people are marriage material for now. Like, you're good for now, but I'm not going to keep you. So in my marriage vows, I always specified how long this was going to last. There are levels to this marriage. Like, I would always be like, and not, not not like for now and forever and all that. I'd be like, okay, so the next year and a half. I would literally put that in my vows. So that there's no, like, we're doing this for a couple of years. Man, his husband material. And this guy who is interviewing her is literally sitting down taking notes. Like, yeah, okay, I'm going to write this down. That is the most craziest thing i have ever heard of anyone saying and and like that like why would you waste your time in that person time getting married to them knowing you're going to divorce them in two years you are unhealed sweetie you're not rooted in the right places whatever situation you might have went through in life you need to deal with that because all you're doing is created you're creating um hurt and bleeding people on the battlefield that's point blank just point blank so um i wrote down uh, what does see my paper at? Oh, and, and and also, guys, I need you guys to tune into Jive Talk Sports Podcast every Monday at 7 p.m. Eastern Time. Um, I will have a guest this Monday. I will definitely have a guest this Monday. I have a few events that I'm supposed to be going to, and when I say supposedly, I'm gonna declare and decree that God make a way out of no way. Yes, sir. So unhealed, I put unhealed. Um, not resolving rooted issues in life can cause an unlevel foundation. Um, you ever see when a tree, um, a big old tree, oak tree, I mean, I don't know my trees very well, but any tree that's built next to a house 
And sometimes you start to see crack in the foundation, maybe because the house is settling in some most cases, because you can't see what's going on in the out inside, the, it'd be roots growing to the point that it's, um, it's affecting the way the pipes and the drain and then it's causing the foundation to shift. And so what's going on, those, those big old roots are, are is shifting your house. And that's what happened in, in the inside of when we don't deal with unrooted issues. When we don't deal with resolved issues that we went through from what our mama did, from what our daddies did, from what our sister, our friends did, from when he left her, when she left us. In some cases, like I said, when I was in eight, when I, that was my first love, true love. My first love, he was my only love. He wasn't actually my first love. God was the, the first love. My mom was the first love. So he was just like, just in between. I'm just like, <laughs> in my middle school age and um, going on to high school, it hurted me. It hurted me. And the reason why it hurted me, I, I remember saying this and thank God for bringing this back to me. When he did that and he broke up me, I said, you did, you, you doing exactly what my daddy did. Walk away from us and never came back. So because of what my daddy did, it affected my relationship with the other guys. And so for me, I used to always date younger guys because I didn't want to deal with the older guys because they reminded me of my father leaving me and that's crazy because it used to be the other way around when women have you know daddy issues they start to date older guys because they want a daddy figure not me because all the older men in my family had hurted me abused me you know so I chose to date the younger ones when I say younger ones they was over age of 19 21 so forth like that depends on how old I was at the time I still dated them over the age of 19 21 and so forth so you have to deal with the rooted issues in life because if not you're going to um you're going to cause your foundation to shift and have cracks in it and who wants to walk in or buy a house that's they see roots um messing up the plumbing and so forth like that it's shifting the house and so forth it takes it's a lot of money to dig those roots up a lot of money to pull that tree and go deep 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 and pull those roots up so they don't grow back anymore um, being on hill can cause you to have lack of trust, um, playing a victim, being bitter, unforgiveness, and sometimes leave you to any some type of addiction. Meaning that with me, my choice of uh, poison was alcohol. You know, so my choice of poison may be uh, crack, cocaine, or um, shopping, or eating, or sex, or whatever it may be. My choice of poison was um, alcohol. I used to drink myself till I was numb. You know, I became I became hard hearted because I didn't want to let anyone in, you know, furthermore, besides my children, you know, I didn't want to let my family in because of the situation that I went through in life. I had a hard upbringing, a long walk back then. And, you know, I am very happy that I look back that I made it this far because I tell kids like this all the time. When I was in schools and like this, I had we had no mentors. I mean, we had certain people that picked certain people out because they thought they were going to make it and they are going to be big and that's who they chose to do it for. But what about the ones that's left to the wayside? What about the ones that's screaming from the inside, help me, help me, I've been molested, I've been abused, I'm, I'm an alcoholic, I'm on drugs, I'm about to commit suicide. What about those people, those youth and those people that are needed help and you wouldn't help them because of the way they dress or how they spoke or even how they smell? That is not Christ-like, not at all, not at all. Um, the wounds will continue to, uh, I can't remember her, her, my head right. The wounds will continue to, um, to be open and how to perceive and treat yourself and then spilling into your relationships. Like I said, 
you continue to leave that that wound on um on not medi not medicated to, not medicated oh my god if you do not treat the wound you continue to bleed onto somebody else and i don't think it's fair for anyone else to come into that relationship because you're what your dad did yeah i'm sorry for what those people did to you but you are no you you were the victim back then but now i'm not telling you when or how to heal i'm telling you at some point before god called us home and before he tells us it's, you know no more breath left in our life that we should make the best of it and use what have happened to us and use it as a stepping um a stepping stool take the stones that was thrown at us and build with them get the lemons and make them out of lemonades like they said you're on a path so you you picked up what you need and leave the rest of what you don't need because we're have to come down line and contact and be in our assignment is down that path where we're about to go down you know um it's hard it was a hard road i'm not gonna lie i step back after setback um me not not wanting to listen to people privateness you know during this journey this season of my life the last five months has been the one of the most testing times in my entire life almost just about is because he had to show me that i still have pride inside of me i didn't like asking for help i didn't allow people to know what was really going on with me mentally because mentally i was stressed out i was going through stuff you know I was going through so much that I was like, man, even though, you know, a couple of the mentees, mentors that I had praying for me, they were like, oh my God, what is going on? You know, I had high level people like, man, what, what's going on? You know, I had to constantly just pray out to God and ask them, come on, man, I can't go back. I, I refuse to go back because I am healed. I am delivered. I have been set free. I have been called. I have been chosen. I have been chosen to do what you have called me to do. And one thing I know about the, God he does not make no mistakes, you know, but that putting me in that fire and putting anyone in the fire, that, 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 ooh, that, that hurts. But, you know, I don't see anything wrong with what Cam Newton was saying. I think a lot of us women, not everyone needs to go, needs to go through um, a process of writing things down that we remember that happened to us and why we at, react to this or why we're reacting to what somebody else is saying about their life and their relationships so forth moving along um big shouts out to kim to keep um doing your podcast and also with the young lady who i don't know who she is when she said she's been hurt i know when heck i'm finna marry somebody every two years i've been engaged for a time it's not like no one wanted to marry me it was like i was scared i was scared of dying spiritually i was scared of giving my life to someone for the rest of my life i was still in this prison thinking that those people and in matter of fact a couple of them were maybe because i projected it that they would and manifested because i thought of it said it and so it came to pass but i thought that they were going to be like every guy in my life you know they didn't leave me it was their assignment was up and a lot of the guys that i was with it wasn't meant for me to have relations with it was meant for me to speak in their life or even get a lesson i never knew that and to move on but yeah I, i pushed a lot of people away because of my unhealedness because i was scared because i didn't trust because i was scared to love you know to love to like love another person i mean i love i love my children i love my mom i love god but for me to actually to personally die and love another person that was that was scary to me i'm being honest i have never been honest with people before yeah so you know i choose to be single until i'm at this place 
that God said, okay, Angela, there he go right there. He comes to me. But, you know, everybody talking about God said, no, ain't no God said, stop lying, get out of here. So let's get to these five things that we can help you with. Um, discovering the lesson out of your relationship. Every relationship you go through is a lesson. What is the lesson throughout all your relationship that you wrote down and that you knew it was for you? Uh, meaning, many people who are moved from toxic relationship feel guilty or shame as they perceive the time they spend in a relationship as a waste. However, every person who comes into your lives can teach us something rather than looking at the relationships sorry something is by me <laughs> as a waste of time try to find lesson in it what did that person teach you what are you taking away from this relationship and how have you changed as a person and how might you do things different next time and that's when i say it discover the lesson discover the lesson on let go on mementos and that that listen that is my favorite thing i listen i guys i used to get jury from guys because when i used to be in relationship i used to be in relationships for long periods of time but anyway i used to get juries and cars and you know once the relationship was over with because i felt like that was just uh a, a, a something to remind me of that person with that was just an attachment because anytime I had on those rings or those bracelets that would remind me of that person I didn't actually give those a lot of the stuff where I either I end up selling it a lot of the stuff because a lot of stuff was jewelry clothes and 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 undergarments I threw them away because that brings back memories that's that's a soul tie also a lot of people don't understand I know people like girl you got me messed up I'm not gonna get rid of this this Jaguar this Audi truck or this bling bling or this Louis Vuitton let me tell you something guys uh, I had Louis Vuitton and uh, Chanel and all that stuff back in the day before a lot of people had it so <laughs> that don't even face me take me to the thrift store <laughs> a very good one second hand store and get me some stuff but I do like certain stuff that is good but like but anyways moving along let the mementos go those are soul ties cut the bilka cord bind that up and remove it uh, it could be tempted to hang on to all the old stuff in the past relationship. Doing so, however, may prevent you from moving on with your life. If you must keep the old love letters, movie ticket stubs, photos, or romantic gifts, you may want to store them somewhere out of sight until you're ready to move on. I say get rid of them. I don't know why I wrote that down, but I say get rid of them. Get rid of everything because you don't want that soul tie. You want to heal you want to heal the pro proper way you want to remove any attachment anything that may be a residue within you around you away from yourself you don't want to continue to remember yourself and be like you know on a date and be like hey jay used to do this jay 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 you'd be like who the hell who the heck is jay you know and moving along so get rid of that stuff focus on and focus on yourself you got to focus on yourself. Every Anytime you leave a relationship, I hear a lot of people be like, I'm good, I'm good, I don't need this, I need this. Then you see them jumping back into a relationship. That person hasn't fully healed yet. You understand what I'm saying? Nine times out of ten, I'm going to give you a little scoop by women. Women, when women are fed up and really fed up, I'm not talking about the, the young, a lot of the younger ones. Because some of the young ones don't even care. They have to. And even the older ones. So I'm not going to put an age limit on that. A lot of women... When they're fed up mentally, they'll leave the relationship before they physically leave. 
So that's how sometimes it's not necessarily they already been in a relationship when they left you. Nah, bro. Mentally, they love. And then after the mentally, they love. Physically, they love. They packed up way before physically walking out that door. But it's still important that you heal. You get yourself time to heal. You get yourself time to remove the very, um, again, like I said, the residue off of that person that you get yourself. You cut those soul ties. Soul ties are nothing to play with. That is a very, very dangerous, um, very, oh my God. That's another subject. We're going to talk about that. Another subject. Just focus on yourself. Speak life into yourself. Get healing before you jump into another relationship. Stop saying all guys are the same. All guys, women are the same. All women want is money. I know a lot of guys keep saying that you won't submit. Let me tell you, I'm going to tell you guys the key. You're talking about submitting. Maybe you're not the right person for her to submit to. Maybe she's not even supposed to be with you. But she's supposed to tell you something or pour into your into, into your spirit and your soul and keep it moving. And sometimes women don't submit to guys because they see they see bullcrap before it comes around the corner. You know, so, and that's just the case. Maybe you're not submittable. You know, you're not consistent. You're always lying. You know, who's going to commit to someone that doesn't have a purpose or a vision? Someone that's always lying. Someone that's not consistent. Someone that's always dropping. Oh, I can't. We were supposed to go out to eat day. We're gonna reschedule. We're gonna reschedule. Who? Who? No one wants to be with a man that's like that or a female. Uh, practice forgiveness. It's important that you guys learn to forgive and forget. Move on with your life. Don't allow that in to. Don't allow for yourself to build you your you own your own prison in your mind mentally. You're tormenting yourself. Worrying about what what if what she or he she did or because he moved on and got married right away to the next person. So what? Move on. God got somebody out there for you. You you know what I'm saying? Mentally, mentally you're killing yourself. Mentally you're gonna die in that prison cell that you that you built in your your mind. Move on. Move on. Forgive. Forgive yourself. Forgive him. Forgive her. Move on. So that the next person you get in a relationship with, and hopefully it be marriage for marriage purpose, that you guys learn how to learn how to communicate. And that's another thing. When 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 Cam New was saying that he, she don't know how to be quiet, I don't know what he was saying about that. But like with me, I didn't know how to uh, communicate. I didn't. Everything I I used to shut down. I didn't want to talk. You start asking too many questions, you was getting on my nerves. I shut down. I turn. I go the other way. If you continue to follow me. I'll get mad again in my car. I won't talk to you for a couple of days. I'll block you for a couple of days and then turn back on my phone. I had an issue. I, something was really wrong with me. Like, man, for real. Seriously. Uh, last not least, accept what is. We must be able to accept things that as they are if we want to move forward. Many people remain in relationships that are unhealthy, hoping they can somehow change their partner. It is important to remember you cannot change anyone, especially if they are they have no willingness to change themselves. If the relationship isn't working for you, then you have the choice to leave and move on. That is something you can change. So let's read this again. It's important to remember you cannot change anyone, especially if you have no willingness to change them, if they don't have willingness to change yourself. And that's a lot of things we run into as women. We want to be healers and nurturers and guys want to be captains, save somebody. But at at a certain point in time, you can't force somebody to change. That's not your job. You're not in control of that other person's emotions and feelings. You're in control of what you say, what you do. And it took me a while to realize that too also. took me a long time to realize that. 
And on top of that, you cannot, no one can be your peace. No, I don't care what nobody said. You are my peace. No, you already, you should already have peace, happiness, love, and joy before the other person comes into your life. They come in to add. They come in to add. They add. Persons should add, add, add. At some place, you meet a person where they're at. Some, in some cases, I see people meet a person when they were at their lowest. And they help them get to where they need to be at. And they built up their peace and love and joy so that they have that. And she had or he had. And they came together and became the super power of holiness and love and happiness. Love and happiness. Ooh. Yeah. Let me stop. <laughs> I think that was Marvin Gaye, was it? Yeah, we're going to have a music shout out. But, uh, <laughs> but yes, listen, unhealed. You have to go through some things in life. In most cases, a lot of us have to go through some bad apples to get to the right God people. In some cases, some people meet the right person right away. But throughout our journey, it's important that you deal with the rooted issues before you allow, before you go into the next relationship. Whether it be friendship, business, or whatever. Make sure you uh, attend to that wound before you bleed over on somebody else. Make sure you tend to those roots before your foundation be unsettled and uneven and not level. And most of all, make sure that you heal because you don't want to shoot poison darts to the next person that's coming in because of what Tyrone did, Nick did, Michael did, or Cheryl did, or Lisa did, or Brenda did. You don't want that. They are not those people. But, but, you, but you keep speaking of you're going to project the same things Life and death, listen to me, speaking out your mouth is in the power of the tongue. You're going to project the same things on them and guess who they're going to be like? Lisa, Amanda, Brenda, or Tyrone, whoever names I just said. I don't know those people by personally, but I know some people name those names, but not like personal. I'm not talking about anyone personally, but if I want to talk about somebody and say, hey, this is, <laughs> y'all don't buy me. But listen guys, before I go, heal, heal. Heal. That's the most important thing you can do before you even get in a relationship. Before you start a business relationship, ask God to direct you to the right people. Be at the right place at the right time. Don't be at the wrong place at the wrong time. We don't want no more of those things. Make sure you hear that the scent of whatever tried to entangle you or cause a soul tie that it does not track you down anymore. Remember, if you don't get healed, you're going to get the same thing, same person, but in a different suit. They're going to come dressed a different way, whether it be a female or male heal that's all you gotta do and one more thing guys um on the 21st thursday join me on um facebook live on um angela bless real talk page i have a uh facebook live interview with tanya caesar she is a gospel artist i noticed that all gospel artists are starting to contact me guess what i'm gonna do then because they have no problem like just hey how much you charge for marketing and advertisement they have no problem doing that you know not saying everybody else do but yeah so tune in today on the 21st her name is tanya caesar she is out of uh south carolina carolina lackey no let me stop <laughs> she out of carolinas and um she'll be on at 7 p.m eastern time on the 21st which is on the thursday next week next thursday on facebook live angela bless real talk so you guys follow that page and tune in. I love you guys. Heal. Stop being mad because people giving their opinion. If it affects you so much, that means you need to heal. I love you guys, and I approve this message. Bye-bye.